This is Bigger Pockets Daily, where I read evergreen articles on real estate investing so you can still learn while you're on the go. If you just found the show on this Wednesday, welcome. And please tap the subscribe button so you'll get these automatically delivered to you every day, including weekends. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9 to 5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single-family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. How much risk does climate change actually pose to real estate? By Matt Meyer. Increasingly, Americans are viewing climate change as a serious issue. A poll taken earlier this year by Morning Consult found that 50% of Americans say climate change is a critical threat, while 26% saw it as an important issue. Just 19% said climate change was not a threat. Defining the true threats of climate change is a challenge. We've been hearing for a long time that the biggest issues we're going to face and already are facing are the increased intensity and frequency of natural disasters, rising sea levels, and expanding flood zones. The residual effects of climate change affect every area of life, especially housing. In a brand new report released by the Mortgage Bankers Association, MBA, Dr. Sean Becchetti, a veteran economist and former chief economist of Freddie Mac, highlights the risks facing the housing and mortgage industry in the wake of climate change. Climate change's main increase, risk. If there's anything to be noted in the report, is that the primary growth stemming from climate change is not sea levels or temperatures, it's risk. Bacchetti spends most of the report explaining the growing risks to every stakeholder in real estate, from homeowners, renters, investors, government officials, lenders, and more. The warning? Frequent and intense natural disasters will cause unparalleled damages like never before. This, of course, naturally creates a great deal of risk. 
Homeowners could lose their homes or their lives. Renters could lose their place of stay. Investors can lose out on their hard-earned investments. Government officials will be handed the burden of recovery, repair, and mitigation. And mortgage lenders will have to deal with increased defaults or complete losses. Bacchetti also explains that climate change will force firms and institutions to change the way they assess and define risk in their financial disclosures. The Task Force on Climate-Related Financial Disclosures, TFCD, headed by billionaire Michael Bloomberg, works to create more market transparency on the potentials of climate change that could adversely affect individual properties so that investors and buyers can make better decisions and better prepare. The TFCD, in particular, recommends that disclosures begin highlighting changing precipitation and weather patterns, rising temperatures, and rising sea levels. For real estate, Bacchetti says flooding poses the largest immediate threat. Climate change places stress on the National Flood Insurance Program as flood zones will expand and bring more homes into the crosshairs of a natural disaster. In these flood zones designated by FEMA, homeowners are required to purchase flood insurance. For investors, the added costs of insurance can throw off their cash flow calculations. For homeowners, it adds extra costs to their housing bill each month. This, along with an increase in destructive floods, can lead to mass defaults and put serious pressure on the U.S. financial system. Bacchetti notes that the current flood insurance system is inadequate and will only be ravaged by climate change. Insurance is the classic risk management technique for property damage. However, as discussed earlier, the current U.S. flood insurance system incorporates significant deficiencies that are likely to be exacerbated by climate change. We've already seen effects of a major natural disaster on our current system pan out. In August 2017, Hurricane Harvey struck Houston, Texas. Of the 100,000 homes that were flooded, 80% had no flood insurance because they were not designated in the federal flood zone. According to CoreLogic, mortgage delinquencies jumped 200%. The Burden of Tighter Regulations the United States is facing a housing shortage of epic proportions. In June, the National Association of Realtors reported an underbuilding gap of 5.5 to 6.8 million housing units. In states like California, the lack of housing supply is exacerbated most. California's housing prices are not only some of the highest in the nation across the board, but also feature some of the strictest zoning and environmental regulatory laws in the country. Regulations in the state have either pushed away developers entirely or bogged down the process of applications to such a slow crawl that critical time and money is lost. It also adds to the cost of development when builders must hurtle through the smallest of hoops just to remain in good standing. While regulations in some respects are good, the solution to the housing crisis is more construction, not barriers to it. But with environmental impacts worsening in connection to climate change and stiff challenges facing lenders and developers, there's a real concern over whether we'll be able to strike a proper balance between green development and cost-effective development. We can chalk it up as another critical challenge presented to us. Conversely, there's the possibility that home values in at-risk areas such as flood zones could shed significant value. Bacchetti cites a study that found homes to be overvalued by about $44 billion due to flood zoning.
Several researchers have presented evidence that real estate in regions of high climate-related risk may be significantly overvalued. To cite just one recent study, Heino and Burke, 2021, examined two decades of sales data in floodplains and conclude there is little evidence that markets fully price information about flood risk. They note that homes drop roughly 2% in price when they are zoned into a floodplain. However, Factoring in the cost of fully insuring against the higher flood risk in the floodplain implies a price drop of between 4.7 and 10.6%. According to their estimates, single-family homes in flood zones in the U.S. currently are overvalued by almost $44 billion. The Path Toward Mitigation According to Bichetti, if the agreements made in the Paris Climate Accord are fulfilled, By 2065, the world would have reduced the increase of global warming by 50% and by 73% in 2100. Similar progress can be made against sea level rises by the end of the century as well. To mitigate the growth of climate change, the usual ideas are highlighted in the report. Reduce energy consumption, switch to alternative energies, retrofit buildings and dwellings to become more efficient, wean out natural gas, add more electric vehicles to the road, forestry management, etc. But the challenge is getting everybody on the same page. One argument Bichetti cites, for instance, is the policy of weaning homeowners and renters off natural gas by forbidding new gas hookups. These types of regulations have occurred in cities like Denver, San Francisco, New York City, and Seattle. In response, states like Arizona, Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Tennessee, and Louisiana have outlawed such regulations. In essence, we have a clear divide between not only stakeholders, states like Texas and Oklahoma are major natural gas producers, but an ideological divide. The cities mentioned are more progressive or liberal, whereas the states tend to skew conservative. But with a growing majority cohort of Americans addressing the importance of climate change mitigation, there's reason to believe that the various factions within the country will be able to find some sort of common ground throughout the next few decades. What's an investor to do? Overall, the MBA's report offers bleak prospects for the future of real estate if nothing is done to combat the effects of climate change more purposefully. As real estate stakeholders, our biggest concern is the growing risk our properties will face as flood zones expand, sea levels rise, and natural disasters strike more frequently with greater force. From the greater economic perspective, there could be serious fallout if defaults in equity values are lost with rising risk. The stains in our financial system could become very hard to manage if left unprepared for too much longer. Perhaps the greatest message the report proposes to investors? If not already... Start assuming climate risks when purchasing a property. You made it through another episode of Bigger Pockets Daily. Did you learn something new? If you still have questions about this subject, jump onto the forums at biggerpockets.com/forum. It's like being at a 24/7 networking event without the business cards and awkward small talk. Otherwise, you know the drill. We'll have another episode waiting for you in the morning.